wherever you are in the part of the world, you are welcome once again to Life After School. Now, we have a guest in the house, and the last time she was here, she drew a lot of responses and a lot of wow, 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 from all our listeners from everywhere in the world. Again, I'll read a brief bio here. She has a writing career that spans three decades that's 30 years she's an accomplished writer an editor an author she's a writer's coach a mentor and a mother a public house she has one a public house has edited over 100 books ghost written several books for a number of high profile persons and has published 10 books in her own name she has clients in different parts of the globe and has been involved in several cross-continent writing and editing projects that cut across varying genres. And she's a mother of three and she's extremely passionate about youths and runs an NGO called Youth Alive. And that NGO has over 20 years. I mean, she has over 20 years experience in coaching and mentoring youths on leadership, on career, relationship and spirituality. Welcome with me, everyone mrs tony or ladili you're welcome once again ma thank you so much it's nice it's good to be here again can you please um, say hello to our people in the, probably a nicer voice hello everybody okay now the last time you were here together we had some you we discussed and some of the listeners drew some points that were punched by and wanted a clarification and i said i'm not going to answer the question let me bring her back so she can finish what she started um We've been talking about leadership and leadership. And the person asked the question, shouldn't we be talking about followers or followership? Instead of just talking about leadership, because everywhere you see, everyone now thinks of leadership this, leadership that, leadership coach and blah, blah, like that. No, shouldn't you think we should focus attention on followership? Well, well, great question, I must say. You know, let me start this way. I know that it's important to have... Um, to have good followers. Okay. I know the followership is, is crucial, is important. Um, but the truth of the matter, and okay, before I even go, go there, okay. let, let me say, nobody who wants to be a good leader, if anyone who wants to be a good leader must first of all be a good follower. Now, one of the things I teach my young people is this. You want to, you want to get to that point where you will lead people one day. You know, you need first of all to learn how to serve. Okay. Okay, so when you're when you're somebody who has learned what it is to serve, you are better positioned to lead. Okay, so it takes it takes being a good follower to become a good leader, oh. and that aspect and is is a process, is a phase. Okay, that aspect of learning followership is the grooming process to becoming a leader. You know, I was um, I read once about one of his business magnates. You know, he had a he had um, a large company, an organization that's um, very prominent. You know, you know the normal thing is that people bring in their children. Yeah. Okay. Like bring a succession their plan. Manager, yes, manage, succession plan. Yeah. Bring them into the managerial levels. Okay. You know, but you know, see what this guy did was that he brought his son in at a. So this guy brought in that young man. You know, at, at the lowest level. So the boy had to rise through the ranks. Yeah. So he learned clerking. He learned what it ma- meant. He meant he went, was in this, he, he went behind all the departments. So he learned to serve others. Now you can be sure that when that kind of guy takes over from his dad, that company is, is taking that company places. Yeah. 
He's gone around the various departments. He knows how what, what it works. He's, he knows how it feels. He knows what's not working where. So by the time he gets to the top, gets to the peak, he knows what to do. He, he, he has an idea what to do. One. Then secondly, the people that he has to lead, you know, he has been, he will be able to, you know, um, 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 there's, they have confidence in him. Yeah. He'll be able to empathize with them. He can rally them together. They know him. They understand him. He understands them. I mean, that kind of organization is going places. You know, so when we're talking about followership, followership is meant to be grooming. We have, somebody is a follower. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, see, there's no way. Let me talk about me. Okay. I'm not raising young people to be followers. I'm not raising people to follow me. No. I'm raising leaders. I want to raise leaders. I don't want to raise followers. Mm. If I raise followers, when I'm not there, they don't know what to do. They're waiting for me yeah. to make decisions. Mm. They're waiting for me to tell them every single thing that, that needs to be done. No. I'm raising leaders who can think for themselves. Mm. I'm raising leaders who have a strong sense of value, who have conviction, who are not abashed, who are unashamed to stand for what they believe, who will not shy away from responsibility, who can make decisions. Whether I'm there or not, things are working. I had an experience some time ago, you know, I think it was about two years ago. We had a, a, a little meeting, it was a leader, one of our leadership classes. So I invited them, but this particular class, we're talking about relationships. Okay. So I invited a young couple to come and talk. I'd called them. This couple were coming from out of town. Okay. So I'd called them. They were getting the hall ready. They'd gotten, you know, done all the decorations, everything. And I was running a bit, um, usually I tried to get there very early. Okay. Our guests came in early. So by the time I got to the venue and I, I looked around, yes, they had done some things, but there were still so many things that they needed to sort out. And our guests were there. And nobody was doing those things. Whoa, did I get... I had to call them out. I took them up on it. You mean if I am not here, you cannot coordinate this meeting? Wow. I had to call them out and take them up on it. No, I'm not raising followers. I'm raising leaders. When I'm not there, I want them to be able to handle things. The same thing with our children. I don't expect my children to wait on me for every single decision they need to make. Mm. So if I'm raising them and I'm teaching them just to be a follower, the time will, when I'm not there, how do they know what to do? Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to be to be thinkers, decision makers, making sound judgments, sound sound values. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, wherever they are, they should be able to stand up and and speak and speak for their convictions. Oh. That's what we're talking about. That's a strong one. Now, yeah, I got a bit from what you just said now that um, you, you need to be a good follower in order to be a good leader. Yeah. Now, I want to ask them, um, what skill sets do you think are necessary for a good leader? And what, maybe you should back down it to be, what skill sets are necessary required to be a good follower? And then we'll, we'll jack that up and say, okay, now, is there a different set of skills needed to be a good leader or are they the same? Well, basically, the interesting thing is that many of it's, it's the same. Okay. Many of many of it is the same. Okay, let me talk about being a good follower. Okay. You know what? Do, what do you want in somebody who is who is looking up to you? Somebody that you are leading. You want loyalty. Yeah. Okay. You want commitment. You want discipline. You want humility. You want you want teachable teach, teachableness. Yeah. That, that that a teachable heart. Somebody has a teachable heart. Okay, you have some. You want somebody who is a hard worker. Yeah. Somebody who will not think anything is beneath him or her. Mm -hmm. All right, that's the kind of thing. You somebody who can take initiative. Those are some of the things you want in a follower. Yeah. Somebody who has your back. Somebody who can, you know, you know. I run, I run an office, for instance. 
I don't expect my staff either to be able to just wait on me to tell them every single thing. I don't wait on them. I don't expect them to. to. So I come into the office. I expect even if something is wrong, something is not going well. I expect my staff to be able to see. The reason I employed that staff is so that the person can look out for me and block all the whatever yes whatever loopholes are there someone who's proactive yes somebody who's proactive so if 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 something is not going well i expect my staff to to say ma'am have you thought of this i was looking at i was thinking of this and it just occurred to me could we do that that's the kind of people see when we say there are no there are no jobs i don't believe it Okay, that's on that trajectory, but let's follow that, okay? Okay, there are jobs. Yeah. The problem is that we don't have people who are thinking, you know. We don't have people who are employable. Oh. They're not employable. You know, as any any employer of labor wants someone who is proactive. You know, I don't want to, if I get, I've had different kinds of staff. When I have a staff who is like that, who can think and do things and be proactive, I don't want to let that kind of person go. There's some staff, when they say they want to go, um, it's like, look, what exactly is it? I want, I want to find out how can I retain them. Mm. There are some people I will gladly let them. I've had to let some people go that too. So what you're looking for in a, in a follower? Those are the basic things you want in a follower. Well, in but a, you, did you? But did you know that one of the great things I mentioned that 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 really that I value the most is being proactive, being, being proactive. proactive. Yeah. And that's one, that's one, that's one crucial trait I have in a leader. Being proactive. Yes. A leader sees, yes, a, le a leader is proactive. A leader sees things that the follower does not see. A leader, yes, a leader sees a big picture and is able to take steps, take initiative, lead from the front. Well, that's another area, you know, because there's also leading from, from the, the back. back. Okay. Yeah. So, you're talking about now that the, the almost the same skill sets for being a, um, a good leader or a good follower, because once you're a good follower, you translate, you transcend, you, you can be promoted to being a good leader because you learn the ropes. But then what about issues where leaders um, start well and then suddenly they go on an ego trip and it seems like, is it the same person? You know, you know they say power corrupts. An absolute power corrupts. Cor absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely correct. You know, somebody, <laughs> I think somebody did research. Sorry, I don't remember all this, the full details. Okay, okay. That, you know, there's something that power does to a human being. There's an aspect of the brain that is shut down, more or less. Empower. That's you affected. That. You know, it's like you shut, you, 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 you cut. You know, see, that's. Well, I don't know. There's something about. There's something about Africa. Well, I don't. Well, I don't let's understand. Let's not go there. Maybe that's a different direction understand. for a different day. Oh. Talking about talking about Africa. Oh. Right. Talking about power um, corrupting. I've seen a number of cases like that. We are. We are. But that's a different matter. Now let's go back to um, following because the title of this um, episode is actually. Who are you following? Now, mm. I've seen a lot of people follow kind of all kinds of people that they don't know anything about and mm. they follow just blindly. Is mm. that okay? As long as I'm following you and you tell me to go north, I go north. Go south, I go south. Do X, I do X. Do Y, I do Y. You, then, see, you see, I tell, I warn my young people, I tell them repeatedly, there's some things that they know, it's almost like they know when I start, they can finish it for me. Okay. You know, I tell them, you never follow anyone so closely that you cannot see their faults. Can you, can you take that again? That never follow anyone so closely that you cannot see their faults. Wow. You know, don't follow anyone so closely that... See, if you follow someone blindly, blind followership is foolish and it's dangerous. Isn't that rebellion? No, 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 it's not rebellion. 
No, but in by, by no means do I encourage rebellion. Okay. I have leaders. I serve my leaders. I honor my leaders. I respect my leaders. But I understand the fact that my leaders are also human beings like me. Okay. They have their weaknesses. They have their faults. They have their blind spots. Now, the thing, the danger is if I follow my leader absolutely, and I follow my leader blindly, whatever his faults are, I will also adopt. That, that brings to mind um, a few things I read about Adolf Hitler. Yeah, he was a, he was a great leader. But it seemed like he, he, he... So many millions of people followed him and followed him absolutely blindly. And what do we have? Disaster. disaster. We had disaster. But some it was disaster. He was a great leader. Some was too. He was a great leader. The guy had charisma. Oh, so oh. He was believable. He had charisma. He could speak well. He could speak well. He had charisma. He could carry people along. He knew how to convince. He knew how to. He knew how to. You know, so, those are, see in every person, that guy was bad. All right, but he had some good traits that some leaders need to. Adopt. Like, um, if I'm talking, there was a time I did some study, a Bible study some time ago. You know, I'm still trying to, someone, I don't know who I can preach and they won't look at me like, what's wrong with this woman? You know, Jezebel. Jezebel was one of the worst female characters in the Bible. If not the worst. If not the worst. But you know, that woman had good qualities. What? Yes. She was a go getter. Once she set her eyes on something, she wants something. She 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 works. She 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 works. She doesn't give. She doesn't give up until she gets. How it. does that rank as being good? That's that's um, somebody. No, 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 no. It's a good trait. It's 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 been refusing to say no, refusing to give up. Don't give up. You hold on. Like somebody said, you when you get to the end of your rope, you tie a knot and you hang on. Come again. <laughs> I didn't figure. When you get to the end of your rope, you okay. tie a knot and hang on. <laughs> You know, so so what I'm what am I saying in essence? Everybody has their good qualities. Right. You're talking about Adolf Hitler. <laughs> the guy was 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 a disaster, but he was a good. He was a leader. He was a leader to the core. Now, um, what we are talking about is you don't follow somebody so blindly. He let people and let them into that kind of that, mess. Those atrocities. Mm. Now, if only there was a thinking. That's what. That's the danger in raising followers. The danger in the raising... danger in raising just mere followers. They're raising zombies. Yeah. People who cannot think for themselves. They wait on you hand for every word that drops from your mouth. They wait is law, is gospel truth. That's that's dangerous. We need to keep our thinking caps on. I follow somebody so closely, everywhere he makes a mistake, I will make the same mistakes. In every aspect of his life where he makes a mistake, I will make the same mistake. I need to be able to think. I need to be able to understand that this man is not perfect, just as I am not perfect. He has his failings, he has his weaknesses, he has his faults. So while we honor our leaders, we respect our leaders, we must understand that they are also human beings like the rest of us. So when they fall and when they make mistakes, we don't nail them necessarily. Mm. We understand that, after all, he's just a human being like myself. Jesus said he that does not have this evidence should throw the first stone. Mm. Now, when I understand and I remember that I have my own feelings, I'll be hesitant to throw a stone at anybody else that's who true. falls. That's true. That's so true. So we place, so that's, we do our leaders a lot of harm. When we place that kind of burden, you see, nobody is big enough to carry that kind of burden. Without, it, it's too heavy for a human being to carry. 
Only God is big enough to carry that kind of burden of perfection. Mm. When we say, I mean, God is perfect, He's holy. He doesn't make mistakes. But we're human beings. Sometimes we make mistakes. Okay. Uh, wow. So we don't follow anybody. You don't. You don't follow somebody sheepishly and so so. You know. We have less lyrics. Let's let's. You understand what I'm saying? Let me uh, well, 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 wherever you are, it's getting hot here. <laughs> I don't know how you're feeling on that side. I have a question. Another question. Um, here we 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 are running out of time, but we'll I'll take this now. I've seen a lot of people follow people sheepishly, right? Um. Mm. With, with social media trends and followers and following and me following somebody who knows doesn't know I'm following him and um, unless I follow somebody I can't be followed and all kind, that kind of madness and oh, sorry and that kind of thing <laughs> uh, now how do I know the right person or the right people to follow okay or if I'm in a situation um, how do I pinpoint and say okay I, I can follow this person I think how do I you're know talking right? about mentoring now you're talking about mentoring um, Okay. Or um, just on social media? Well, on social media, yes. Yes, on social media. Uh, let's talk about mentoring later. But this followership, how do I know who to follow? Look at their lifestyle. Where have, where have, they, where have they ended? Uh, I have an issue. The lifestyle is a mess. But the guy is influential. And then, do that what are you, unless you want to be a mess too. <laughs> some people can be influential for different things. Okay, we have people in the entertainment industry, for instance. Everybody knows them. Okay, everybody knows them. We hail them. We appreciate them. We value what they do. They're good at what they do. Okay, they're, they're, they're musicians. They're good at what they do. But before you say you want to follow somebody that closely, better look at their lifestyle. Look at their lifestyle. If you don't want to end up where they... You know, it's um, success. If you want to look at the definition of success, we need to critically look at that definition again. You know, I, I did a teaching earlier this year. Redefining success. Redefining success. Yes, we need to redefine success. Success doesn't necessarily mean I have a, I have billions in my account. It doesn't necessarily mean that because I have ten thousand followers. No, millions. Success of is an all-round thing. What's the point in being that successful and dying, dying, um, dying alone, dying oh. miserable, frustrated? Do you know how many people are successful, quote and unquote? In front of the world, in front of it, but they're miserable. Yeah. Miserable. They won't tell. They won't tell. I mean, you have all the makeup, you have all the everything in all the packaging is yeah, nice. The, the packaging is good. The, the yeah. glitz and the glamour, the packaging is good. But they're miserable. So before you say you're following somebody, look at their lives. So whether it's being mentored by somebody or following somebody, you're telling me that I should first of all look at the person's life. It only makes sense. All right. It only makes sense. You look at somebody, I want to follow somebody, I want to look at them. What do they believe in? What do they stand for? What, what are their values? I mean, don't just look at the success and say, okay, because this guy is... Um, it's, that's, we have a lot of problems. I'm, I'm sorry to interject, but we, we live in a world where sometimes values are in the shadows. We have values are painted like um, <laughs> shades of grey. And then you can't actually draw the line and say, this is a value and a virtue and this is um, something else. So you're talking about values, actually. You see, so that's why I don't see when people, and I'm asking someone a question. Okay. And the person says, well, it depends. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's yeah. some people, you, it depends. It depends on what? It depends on, it depends on. <laughs> Just answer the question, it depends. You know, that people who, don't, who are neither here nor there, you really don't know where they stand. They're not stand, and the truth of the matter is, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. You need to have. See, that's what we're talking. We're talking about people. We're talking about is raising young people who have a mind of their own, who have strong values, 
and who are not ashamed to project their values and state their values. This is what I stand for. This is who I am. This is what I believe in. Okay? Sound values. Morals, spiritual, you know, sound values, all-round values. Healthy values. Those are the kind of people we need in our society. And now when you have older people like you and I. I'm young. You're old. (laughs) (laughs) Older people like you and I who are not making our stand known. The world needs heroes. The world needs heroes. Now Young that, people are looking for heroes. That sounds like an American. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Young people right, the are looking, heroes. Right, Young people are looking that. for heroes and looking for people they can look up. Which is why okay. we must we, we must take a stand for what is right. That's correct. See when if, when good is quiet in the face of evil, that's why evil prevails. Uh. When good men are silent in the face of evil, in the face of wrong, evil prevails. You know, I tell people, where were the people? When Jesus was riding to Jerusalem on that donkey, and everybody was shouting, Blessed is Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Allah. Just a few days later, they crucify. were shouting, crucify him. Yeah, yeah. Now, where were the people that were shouting Hosanna? Was it the same crowd, or because they were just silenced? They were too timid to make their voice. <laughs> you know, you should, what happens to all of us is that sometimes we get so intimidated. And we keep quiet. And we become too timid to make our voice heard. And so we keep quiet to make peace. We keep quiet so we don't get called out. We keep quiet so we don't raise we don't raise undue undue. We don't you don't want to shake tables. Yeah, you don't raise any dust. Whether you like it or not, young people are looking for those who can shake tables. Shake tables. Right. Okay. Who call who will call call a spade a spade. Mm. Who will speak out for what they believe? Wow. And well, that's how we can get them to stand up for what they believe, to fight for what they believe. We need to be able to pass our values down to them. Well, so that when we are gone and we are not here anymore, they can carry it on. Okay, well, we are still here and you are still there. <laughs> You've got to do something. I have two more questions. Um, we are extending this, but I need to take these two questions. Now, how do I know the right dreams to follow? Dreams. Now, dreams to follow. Let me give an instance. I see a t-shirt on a young man and he says, he writes boldly and beautifully on a t-shirt and says, my money grows like grass. And I'm looking at it. Do you know what happens to grass? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know what, what happens to grass? They get cut and burnt. Now you say, your money grows. So how do I know, for instance, um, how do I know the kind of dreams to follow, the kind of dreams to pursue in life? Oh, that's for instance, I want to be a rock star. I want to be like Nara. Oh no, don't let me say anything. Like, like this, this big guy everybody sees and follows. I want to have a million followers on. Uh, oh, no, five hundred million followers on okay, so Facebook maybe, everywhere. Maybe, so, the, maybe the, the question I would want to ask is why? Why what? Why do you want to have so many? It depends. What, what's the, <laughs> it depends. Is it motives? Okay, motives. So for important. me to know the right was, dreams, what, what why do you want to become that? Why do you want to do that? I want the world to know me. Just, I want to be famous. I so want to after be the rich. World, after to... the world has known you, what else? I think it was, was it Napoleon Alexander that said, um, you know, he conquered the whole world. And then he got to a point and he said, look, there's nowhere else to conquer. And the guy was miserable. The guy was miserable. He said, success, like I said earlier, success cannot be, we cannot have success for the sake of success. Oh. See, if I have a dream and my dream is not going to be a blessing to anybody, my dream is not going to change any lives, my dream is not going to impact my generation. A lot of money! 
<laughs> We're not talking about money. <laughs> All right. It doesn't take just money to impact generations. Okay. How rich was Mother Teresa when she died? Yeah. It wasn't about money. It was about influence. Mm. It was about impact. It was how well she was able to change other people's lives. It was the effect she had on people. She, she lived for others. She gave, she poured herself out for others. When she died, the whole world stood still to mm. honor this woman. She was, was she rich? Did she have money? Did she have the kind of fame that all of us are looking for? Mm. No. Leadership, impact, influence, that's what makes her life worthwhile. So at the end of the day, she'll be able to go, that's a sense of fulfillment. My life has counted. So my motives, right? right. Yes. Okay. My motives, why do I want to do that? Why do I want to be that? How many lives do I want to impact? How many lives do I want to change? How many lives will be? How many people can, can say at the end of my days that thank God for her? Her life touched mine. Mm. Well, we're, we're talking heavy matters now. Um, last question. Last question. How does a young person, in, in this world where things are ambivalent and, and it's a, mat, a matter of um, if... Or, so in that kind of situation where it depends on which side of the barrier, things are ambivalent in the world. Right. Sometimes you can't find out which is right or wrong. There are so many shades of grey right now that it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes for young people to know the right path to follow. This guy comes up, paints everything white and says, we're going this way. Another guy comes up, paints everything black and says, okay, this looks nice. Another guy comes up and says, okay, this is the middle way. You can choose this. You can have the best of both worlds and say, grey is fantastic color. Have you noticed right now that some wedding gowns are greyish and creamish? <laughs> it used to be all plain white, but well, that's uh, but it's part of it. So, how does a young man, a young lady, or a young uh, young anybody out of school, any school, choose? Okay, this is the right path to follow. I know it might say we might say it depends on which side. Of, well, no, how does okay. a person know let, the let, right let me let me talk to parents. To follow. Let me talk to parents now. You see, the Bible says, "Train up a child in the way that he should go." That's appearance, right? Yes. Okay. When he's old, he will not depart from it. All right. And um, in, they say in Africa, they say um, it's they, a village. they take the village to raise a child. Yep. Now, when they're older, teach the younger. Whatever values we give our children when they're young is what they grow up with. They learn a sense of rightness and wrongness early in life. And thank God for this thing that we call the conscience. We know what is right. Okay, that's why you have babies, little children, toddlers, they can sometimes try to play smart, you know, and they try to twist, you know, and um, and all that. But the truth of the matter is a sense of right and wrong that's intrinsic to us because we have our conscience there. So no matter what is happening outside, you know, there are people that, and that's why that's why this leadership, this training and teaching and coaching and mentoring and helping you, that's why it's important. Because I guess I agree with you. Sometimes the lines are so they're so it's they're so thinned out. They're so it's blood. Yeah, blood. You know, so that, that's why you see we need. If you don't teach them the right thing, they will go and learn the wrong thing. How many people learned about sex from whom? None. From books. No, no, no. Maybe we shouldn't say none. All a right, few, okay. unfortunate. It depends. You know, actually, you know, <laughs> you know, from my from my disc- my interaction with young people, oh. a few unfortunate that they were taught. From whom? But you, most you, of us let you discuss sex in. Do your... they not know what it is? No, why should we not discuss it? And so that's part of what we're talking about. So if you don't talk about it, where do they learn it from? From the films, from the blue films, the pornography, from the streets, from their friends. Okay. 
Let's talk about these things. They're real things. They're practical issues that they're confronted with every day. Let's talk about it and let, and, and we look at it together. Okay, so you send the parents to take up the baton first. Parents will teach the children. Older ones will teach the younger ones. Even if you're not that young man, that young man in your neighborhood, okay, you're not his direct direct parent, you're not his parent, you're, he's not your biological son. If you can have an influence on him, mm. you can teach and impact him. You can you can be a blessing to him. He can he has a lot he can learn from you. It's our joint responsibility to raise the younger generation, to teach them godly values, to teach them good values, things that make sense. When they say they are sagging and they're looking like apes, I'm sorry to say that. You know, but, but I'm not sorry in, the, I'm sorry in any case. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes some of, you know, some, of, some of the things they do, they do it because everybody else is doing it. Mm. Their pressure is on. It's peer pressure. It's on. It's heavy. So let's stand for what we believe. Let's teach them the right thing. Let's show them. And not just teach them, we show them. Okay. We lead by example. Okay. And so they have strong characters, strong models, strong role models to follow. Right? And even then, we tell them, don't follow me too. I have my own. And we don't, look, I have my leader, my pastor. One of the things I value most about him is that, you know that it helps you to know that I'm a human being too. Mm. And that's one great, that's one mistake any leader can make. Never paint a picture to your followers of perfection. Mm. Let them see, let them know that you have your struggles too. Let them know that there are times that you need encouragement too. There are times we need prayer too as leaders. There are times we need somebody to hold our hands and somebody will pray with us and say, okay, don't worry, it will be well. That's how to lead. We don't lead from the post. We lead, in, you know. God help us. Wow. God help us. It's been, wow, wow. We need to stop here, people, but um, I don't know what to say, but I hope you get to listen to these and pass it on to someone in your neighborhood who needs it. And again, like um, she rightly mentioned, if you find that young man or that young lady down the street who is not quite right, and you know a few things you can pass across to help her, please do. The world and I needs... Hope, and I hope the person that's teaching also knows the right thing well, and is teaching good values, sound values. Well, let's hope so. The Lord help us. Well, don't forget this. Above any other thing, the world needs heroes and that hero might just be you. you. Again, tomorrow is coming. I think you should get ready now. See you later.